Hi guys, welcome to the to another episode of Creation Forty Podcast. Once again, I'm joined by Kerman. Hello. And uh, well, I'm just gonna start this podcast with a uh, congratulations to Dinamo for winning the first final title, very 19-2020 season. You Yeah, I thought you were a locomotive fan now. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, I am. <laughs> Both. <laughs> uh, I know this. This sounds weird, but we just mentioned this previous uh, in previous chat before we pressed the record button. Uh, I'm like becoming lately a football fan more than a specific club fan. So yeah, uh, I like Dinamo. I like Lokomotiva. Uh, I would like to see better Hajduk and Rijeka yeah. and Osik, but yeah, who knows? But in in general, after Croatia national team, uh, which has to- a total priority in my mind, the the second team for me is is football. <laughs> so it, it is kind of weird, but I think this is the the best. Uh, philosophy for, for for my footballing head. Yeah, well, same here. When I started, uh, you know, reporting on Croatian football, I basically just went into the into it open-minded, without no, basically without taking in consideration that I'm that I'm a fan of Hajduk. So yeah, and in the end, yeah, I it, I have watched I have watched a lot more games and have enjoyed. Much more games. I mean, l- look at us too. So you support Hajduk, I support Dinamo, and at the end of the day, we are uh, normal people, somehow. Somehow, uh, <laughs> and we are having uh, somehow polite conversations about football. So yeah, being a polite uh, and uh, functional person should be above everything else. True. But yeah, let's let's get to the results of the of the last round. Uh, last round started with Zaprešić hosting Osijek, and Osijek got the three points, kind of easily. But yeah, Osijek uh, are now currently third. They are gonna face. Uh, wait, wait, wait! Uh, I forgot. They are gonna face Dinamo tomorrow, Sunday night. Which is gonna be a tough match, but uh, we'll get we're, we're we're gonna get to that. But do you, uh, Herman? I just want to ask you, even though I know you're gonna probably say Lokomotiva is gonna finish second, do you see Osijek putting up a good fight? No, no I see Lokomotiva finish second. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I don't Osijek is a good thing a team, but I don't think they are good enough to reach the second place. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. I I say they are not a good team, but they won against Inter. They took this uh, important three points, even against Lokomotiva, which are the, in my yeah. mind, the best team in Croatia. Right now, today, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, for me, that's Varaš team. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if Samir Toplak would hear this, he would say, "Why are you guys laughing?" I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, 
Yeah, but I, I don't know. Uh, Riek and Osijek are pretty similar teams for me. You have to be honest and say Lokomotiva as well. So yeah, it's it looks like it's going to be a random draw and someone will take a second place. And yeah. I'm not mentioning Hajduk, sorry, but I think Hajduk, Hajduk yeah. is still close. So I don't think they they should give up and I don't think they will. As for this match in Zaprešić, uh, just uh, just the evidence that this is a different class and yeah. Inter is at the bottom and probably he is gonna stay there, and Osik is just fighting for the second place and they just proved this in that match. Yeah. Well, as we now mentioned the relegation battle, let's mention someone who's. Not even close, I think, uh, and, and this isn't gonna get relegated. That's Varaždin. The last round they beat Istra. Istra now ninth. Once again, in that famous playoff spot that they are always in. While Varaždin are very close to that seventh spot where Slaven is. And yeah, Toplak is doing wonders. Uh, we're we're gonna get to the to the match that happened yesterday between Varazdin and Inter. But yeah, he's doing absolute wonders with Varazdin. Three wins on the trot. And uh, I think he he can get a few more points against the big teams, maybe. Near the end of the season. And maybe even get that seventh place. Yeah, I really enjoyed the match against Easter. This 3-0 win. Absolutely amazing goals. Especially the second one from Dorozjek and yeah. Uh the last one uh from Petkovic. Really great goals, uh great crowd, uh, delightful uh, audience in Varazin. And now Varazin is I think four points above Istra. But yeah. if you just try to imagine the the boost of confidence they have in the locker room and obviously enough quality because uh, trashing Istra 3-0 and, and and then the win last night guess, yeah. yeah just proves that they are very very good team with the best coach <laughs> in Heinel <laughs> yeah top luck well yeah uh, I couldn't agree more but yeah, they are, in my words, safe, more than safe, while Istra is probably going to play against Torient and uh, probably get the win, as they always do, yeah. and stay in the yeah. and yeah. stay in the league. Uh, well, yeah, that's for that match. Let's move on to the Gorica-Dinamo match. Gorica surprised me a little bit, to be honest, with, with their great performance. They could have got the win, but yeah, Dinamo in the end didn't look as good as they could have, but uh, in the end, they won the title. <laughs> yeah. Even with this nil-nil draw. I mean, the, the every Dynamo match in the last few runs and until the end of the yeah, league, it's, it's going to be the same. Chilled, relaxed, with sunglasses, sunscreen. Yeah, some players are already yeah, going yeah. to the So, I don't think we can say anything smart about Dinamo because yeah. th- this is like a preseason f- for them and Jovic which is just trying to to check some of the players and see whether he can 
count on them for the next season. Yeah. Well, as we as we are on the topic of the Dynamo players, I think you may have seen the news about Gavranovic leaving leaving the club. Yes, because I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because he's well paid, he's not so young, and I think Dynamo wants to find a, a cheaper and younger solution. Yeah, this will open a place for uh, Sandro Kulenovic to 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 just to give him opportunity to show what he can do and 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 let's see what what happens then. Well, yeah, I just wanna uh, the quote, the thing that uh, Gavranovic said to the press. All of the other clubs were business, but uh, Dinamo was love. Yeah, uh, I, I was a bit surprised when I saw this. Yeah, same, same. I was very surprised because I didn't expect that he had such a deep connection with, with Dinamo. But I think he's okay player. But I think he his career at Dinamo was okay, but nothing spectacular. Nothing like uh, yeah. The times when we had Eduardo as a striker, or uh, Sudani, or Sudani, yes, or uh, or even Olmo, and now Petkovic. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's the one thing I wanted to point on, as we mentioned, Dinamo. But uh, yeah, Dinamo now champions once again, twenty-first title. Uh, yeah, well, once once again, congratulations and thank you. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the only surprise of this round, I think, and that's the Slime Belupoven over Rijeka. Uh, yeah, I literally didn't expect this. I thought I, I knew it was going to be tough for Rijeka, but I didn't know it was going to be this tough to lose. But Slime Belupoven were great defensively. Did a great job. Had a, a lot of yellow cards, which will now mean they're not gonna have a lot of players tonight against Haiduk. But yeah, Rijeka missed out on a on some important points here, I think. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we we both expected that Rijeka will win this, but it it was obviously a proof that it's not. Uh, the the quality of team is not so good to to get past Slaven in Koprivnica. Yeah, and then again we can remind ourselves from the uh, wisdom words from Richard that was a, a guest <laughs> here and he he had some uh, suspicious uh, statements about uh, Sandy Rosman saying that he. Is probably not the best solution for the Eka, so maybe this match in Koprivnica is kind of an evidence of for that theory. Well, I think it's still to be judged. Maybe a little, I think it's. I think we're gonna find out if Rosman is a good manager or not for the Eka at the end of the season. Depends on how the Eka do. But yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I I agree. I agree. It's too early to judge. Maybe the, 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 every manager should have a, like season two or three to to prove themselves. 
but it, it it could be also harsh to to judge him after this season because the margin bet- be- yeah. between being second and fifth is pretty close. So yeah, it is. If Rijeka ends up second, they will say this this is a good success. If they end up fifth, they will say this is the disaster. But it it will be pretty funny because it could be like two or three points uh, that will d- decides which position you're going to take at the end of the season. Yeah. Well, let's move on to Hajduk, another disappointing match, which basically, basically Lokomotiva gifted the Dynamo, Dynamo the title by this win. Hajduk uh, opened the match very good. Saktas um, got two goals and right before halftime, Kollinger got a equalizer and that and the second half was all Lokomotiva and in the 97th minute, Petrak put in the goal, even though people, even though in newspapers and everywhere you read, you're going to see the Collinger scored the goal, but it was Petrak. And yeah, Lokomotiva now second. I I mean, it, it was a fantastic match, but I... I'd rather choose not to comment much because what Hajduk <laughs> is doing for, to their supporters is really, uh, really hardcore, really, really, yeah. really tough to to be a Hajduk fan uh, this season because the amount of shock they provided to their fans is is ridiculous. I imagine well, uh, you you play a very important match in Zagreb. You have a two 0 lead against Lokomotiva. And you lose everything in 97th minute. Well, yeah, I was honestly not surprised by that. <laughs> because as soon as the second half started, all of the, most of the squad, most of the kind of squad were in, in their own box. So, yeah, didn't surprise me. But I just want to comment on Edwok, who missed out on the match because he was late to breakfast. And Tudor at the end of the match said said we were a little thin in the attack with the players we got. I mean, uh, yeah. What, I... what would you do as as a manager of Hajduk? So you have a important player that is not respecting the the discipline rules of the yeah. team. So you have to show to to the complete team that. These rules needs to be. I know, respected. but I've, I, yeah, I know. I of course you need to show the show the squad that you need to respect the rules. But I don't think you should leave out the player out, out of the squad list in, for a very important match. I think you should find him. Maybe depends on how much he has been, uh, let's say, missing. Maybe he has been missing been missing practice or maybe lunches or something like that. But if that's his first time, maybe find him and then take him, to, and then take him to Zagreb to play against Lokomotiva in an important match. But yeah, I don't think that that was the right choice to leave him and split. Yeah, probably. But then again, we don't know enough about the, the exact details yeah. and what happened. Yeah. So you just have to trust Tudor here. So yeah, <laughs> that's kind of hard these days, you know. Yeah, just I know. <laughs> Well, yeah, as we are on, on that topic, uh, the Hajduk uh, fan base are 
50% want him gone, 50% want him to stay because he's still unproven and he can still turn things around, basically. Yeah, I, I mean, if he was, uh, if the manager was someone else, I don't think he would have 50-50. He would be probably yeah, go, gone already. But as I said so many times before, in Hajduk, it's not a problem about the manager. It's not even a problem yeah. about the players. It's, the players. it's a problem about the general strategy of the club and the politics. When you get an offer for a Palaversa, you have to sell him to, to please uh, the, the the budget, the managers, whoever. But when we when I mentioned the budget, the managers, the Hajduk and their fans... It, in this, in that kind of situation, is not at the first place. Yeah, and that that is why Hajduk is having so much problems lately. Lately, <laughs> lately, but, yeah, 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 lately. <laughs> <laughs> in the last fifteen years, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let's move on to the match. That, the match that opened the thirty-first round yesterday. That was uh, Istra Lokomotiva, where Istra took a point. You can say. Uh, from Lokomotiva. Two goals came very early on. Uh, Lokastrati scored the first goal in eight minutes and Istra replied right away with Guzina. A strange, a strange surname, but yeah. yeah. Guzina scored in the 14th minute. And yeah, in the second half, Karic got a red card. Was that a red card for you? Let's I... put aside that we both support Lokomotiva. I don't, I don't think it was honestly. I for a straight red. I know it's a, it, it's an opportunity, but I don't think it's a straight red. I think it's a yellow card. But yeah, I, I think I, it's I, a I, I agree with you because normally the last man foul you expect it to be from behind, not yeah, not face to face. So it, it was a bit stranger, and I I understand that referee has some points to, to give yeah, a red, but I think the yellow would be yeah. enough in this situation. But yeah, in the end, that didn't face Lokomotiva and they finished with the point, which it, they could have done better, but under the circumstances, a point is good. Yeah, especially when you have in mind the red card and the fact yeah. that uh, Rijeka had problems in, in away match against uh, Slavin Blupo and they got nothing there so I think somehow Lokomotiva can be happy with one point yeah well let's uh, move on to Toplak once again uh, Obregon well, once again scores uh, I think he has been the man in form for Varazdin lately in the last 3-4 games and he got Varazdin the win against Inter Zapršić. Basically, I, in my opinion, he relegated Inter. Yeah, here. probably, probably. I was w- w- watching the statement of Tom Slavikovic, the Inter coach, after the the match, and he said, "We truly deserve to be here on the last place." So it sounded a bit pessimistic. So I don't think there are many bright days in Zapršić in, in the future. Yeah, well, when a manager of your club says that, yeah, yeah, you know it's not good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, as, as I mentioned, Varashtina are now very close to the seventh place where Slambelupo is. And uh, 
Yeah, I think Varazhin can finish there, actually. Even even before the season, I predicted them last, but I didn't know Toplak was going to be the yeah. manager. If I knew it, I would have put Varazhin 8 or 7. <laughs> or 5th or 3rd. Yeah. Or third, or or maybe first, you never know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's move on to the match that's gonna happen uh, in an hour. That's Rijeka Gorica. Rijeka are playing at home against Gorica. Gorica basically know they're gonna finish sixth with no European football, but maybe they can get some points in Rijeka as in the last few months and you could actually yeah years uh, actually the late the the last year Rijeka coming down good against Gorica not so good because since Gorica came into the league Rijeka have only beaten them twice while Gorica has got five wins against them yeah I mean Rijeka the favorites Rijeka the one that Desperately needs three points to to stay in the race yeah. for the second place. Uh, God, it's a kind of safe in the table where where they are now. So the motivation is clearly on the on the home side. So everything yeah. is going into the direction that uh, Rijeka should win it. But then again, we had we expressed some doubts in 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 Indieka and the Gorica has nothing to lose and they are a good team so i wouldn't pick to bet here on Indieka yeah but maybe they can you know bounce back from that last against Sambul for us sound or maybe they can continue struggling we will we will find out yeah but yeah let's move on to the match that's going to happen later tonight Hajduk Slambolupo. Can Hajduk finally end the poor form? Ah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough <laughs> because the last time they played against Slambolupo, they lost in Koprivnica. If you remember, uh, yeah, I mean, hard one to predict. Uh, it's kind of similar as as Rijeka Gorica match. Yeah, it is. except Hajduk is more desperate to 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 get three points because they need it also on a psychological, motivational, uh, safety level. Uh, yeah, Slime safe as well as as Gorica. So it it kind of remind me when I said before the match against Varazdin that Hajduk has a lot of things to lose and. Varazdin doesn't have anything to lose, and we know what happens. So, yeah, especially in this match, I wouldn't bet on on Hajduk. Yeah, same. I wouldn't bet on it. But yeah, uh, we all remember what happened last time when Hajduk played Slambolupo at Poljut. That infamous ghost goal. <laughs> ghost goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I honestly, when I watched that match. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it looks weird. It was like kind of IQ test for slamming the Lupo goalkeeper and defense. And they uh, failed. So, Yeah. But I just, I just love... You see Kristanovic after the ball hit the post. You can just see him holding his hands on his head. 
because it was so close. And then the as the camera switches, as try to go to score the goal, you just see like six Slavic Belupo players hugging. And then you see Yezina <laughs> running back from celebrating <laughs> with the bench. Imagine people on the stands, they were dying laughing. When uh, yeah, they, they, there, weren't any, there weren't any fans that game. Ah. Oh, that's uh, not, <laughs> that's that's surprising. <laughs> actually, actually, maybe there was. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, yeah, I think there was. I'm not sure. Were there? I, but Haiduk, you never know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because if you saw Haiduk once again got banned, <laughs> got a ban. I think there were fans. Actually, I honestly, I honestly don't remember if there were fans. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were. I think there were. Yeah, the the fans were probably laughing. Yeah. As you. But yeah, as we said, you can really you can't really predict nowadays a Hajduk match because you never know how how it's gonna go. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, let's move on to the match of the round that is Dinamo against Osijek. Dinamo first match after being crowned champions are playing Osijek, who are in need of points. To continue that race for that Champions League spot, um, uh, I don't know what. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> another one really hard to predict because the the level of motivation from Dinamo side is questionable. But then again, they have en- enough quality and young players to prove themselves in in this part of the season when when everything is over. So. Yeah. Tough one to predict. Well, maybe Mirko Maric can score again. Yeah. Because he has, I think he's now, yeah, he's now on 19 goals. So, yeah, maybe he can basically get Osik, maybe even a point. A point will probably do for Osik. I think the fans will be. Yes, yes. I think they would be happy with yeah, this. Yeah, happy with, with a point. Yeah, well. I think that does it. But before we go off, uh, I just want to mention uh, Rakitic and Modric and Barcelona and uh, and Real Madrid. Let's just move on to outside of creation now because we have a few topics that, that are happening around the world mm-hmm. about football. Let's move on to that. Uh, who do you think will win the title in Spain? Well, I think it's... Shocking that Luka Modric has only one title of La Liga with Real Madrid since yeah. 2012 when when he joined. Uh, I like Real Madrid more, not because of Modric. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a historical reason yeah, yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, so I would say Real Madrid, and uh, although I love Rakitic, I, I consider Modric our best player ever. Uh, I just adore the way he plays football, and I hope, I wish, uh, and I'm cheering for Real Madrid to to win the title, and I ho- hope this will happen. Well, yeah, uh, as you mentioned that, uh, I su- I supported Real Madrid when I was younger. But then I just kind of stopped. I don't know why, but I kind of stopped supporting Real. And now I just see it as a norm. As, as I see every other league, I just watch it for, for football. Just to watch football. And I think 
uh, Barcelona are gonna win it. I I think they just have the more quality squad, and I think Messi deserves a title <laughs> once again. And I think he's probably gonna give it to Barcelona. Yeah, we'll see. We we have to congratulate Dan Lovren for. I was about yeah I was about to say that as I as I mentioned yeah we have to congratulate Dan Lovren the first Croatian to win the Premier League. Uh yeah, congratulations Dan. Uh, <laughs> I he 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 had a really many doubters about his career and he, he had some really he tough still has. Time. Yes, and he had some really tough times, and I think he really deserves it. To the end of the life, he could, he can say he won the Premiership and the Champions League with Liverpool. So. Yeah, and finished and finished second in the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a good career. Yeah, a very good career, and yeah, uh, I don't know what else we can say. There is not much to say, but uh, I just want to mention some some. Uh, I just saw some people arguing. About whether Kramaric won it first with Leicester, but Kramaric wasn't a part of the squad that season when Leicester won it. He was alone. Uh, I think uh, he, at the beginning of the season, I actually read that something a few months ago. Uh, mm-hmm. He was a part of Leicester's yeah, squad he was. at the beginning. But he was loaned but out, he was, and there yeah. there is a rule that you can have a Premier League medal if you played at least in five matches in that season. And Kramaric didn't oh. reach these five didn't, matches, yeah. so that's why he's oh, not yeah. uh, considered to to be the one, the, the first, to, to yeah, be the, the player. First yeah, uh, that one. The, yeah, the first Croatian the Premier to win the yeah. Premier League title. But yeah, uh, well. Let's get ready for today's matches. And uh, I don't know what else there, to, there is to say. I got to get this episode fast out before the match. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening once again, guys. And see you next week. See you. Bye.